0: Hey everybody, welcome to another Bald Move TV, the podcast where we talk about all of television. I'm mm-hmm. your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And this week, our tagline is more true than most, because we're talking about the Emmy nominations of 2017, mm. which, if you've listened to Bald Move at all, um, and, and, and most people listen to TV podcasts, know that we have a long-standing kind of dismissive attitude towards most award shows, but the Emmys in particular. Even our own. Yeah, no, like we we it's people like it and they download it a lot, so we keep making it. Maybe the images are in the same boat. Like Jesus Christ, the second we no one watches us, we will stop doing this and uh, breathe a sigh (laughs) of relief. But the reason I've historic, I mean, because it seems like every year since I've gotten interested in, in television, there's just giant head scratching things. Like newer shows are actually inventive and they they push the boundaries of what's possible in television, get completely ignored. And then fucking Downton Abbey mm-hmm. in its seventh the fan season, favorite. it's wheezing over to finish line, <laughs> right. uh, and and you know it, Mr. Carson is literally having a heart attack in the final episode, and he gets nominated for best heart attack. <laughs> uh, and and this like for example, one of the consensus top five shows of television, probably confin- can you know one of the consensus top two shows in television, mm-hmm. The Wire, mm, never yeah. got. A nomination for outstanding series never got a nomination for any of its leads i think it got one writing like the, the, the nomination in its entire five season run it's just it's just stupid it's mm-hmm. stupid um so with that in mind 2017 uh <laughs> what jumps out and 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 if you're like if you're like me jim there's one thing that you want to know yeah. how many nominations did the leftovers get right um
1: uh, not not even specifically that question, but like, how many more nominations did the leftovers get than any other show on television? Uh-huh. Uh, the answer is zero. The answer is actually negative.
0: The answer is so far negative. Uh, it it blew my mind, and I, I get it. The leftovers is a polarizing show, but here's the thing about the mm-hmm. Emmys: the Emmys are television professional professionals voting on professional television. Yeah. And what I don't, and I like, it'd be one thing if like, okay, well, leftovers not for everybody. So like, Westworld, okay, I can't hate on Westworld or The Handmaid's Tale or The Amer, okay, those are all superior shows. But then I see, uh, fucking House of Cards. I see mm-hmm. House of Cards nominated for best drama series, best lead actor, and best lead actress, and I just want to cry because like. I mean, you, maybe you can make an argument for some of these shows, but I I watched the latest seasons of House of Cards. I've watched all the seasons of House of Cards. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been good since the first season, <laughs> yeah. second season, arguably, but it hasn't been like outstanding drama television for many, many times. So to me, I feel like I don't even know if 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 everybody gets these paper ballots and and like all these big weeks in television and they're 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 putting in nominations. How the hell does House of Cards keep winning? How the hell did like Downton Abbey keep winning late in its life when the magic was already gone? I, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm I'm kind of furious. And what's really funny is like Carrie Coon got nominated for work in Fargo, <laughs>
1: right? Which, which
0: is far inferior that's to her work. I, I, it's, it's it's good. It's not even a character compared to Nora Durst. That's what I'm saying. It's it's good, but it's ha- It's literally half the role that she got in The Leftovers. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and it's nowhere near as impressive. It doesn't have any kind of range compared to what she does in Leftovers. It's insane to me um, yeah. that she got the nomination for that. Also, the only nomination coming out of Leftovers this year is Anne Dowd uh-huh. for her
0: guest appearance uh, which, which as I, Patty Levin. Which I believe she also won last year as a – no, I think it might so. have been a supporting actress role. And yeah. I, it's this – there again, it's like what is it about the Emmys where like people are like, oh shit, I'm watching television last year. Where's my where, this year? Where, where's last year's ballot? Mm-hmm. Okay, is that still on? Yeah, okay, it's probably still. Like I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand.
1: Actually, she's a first time nominee according to really? the Emmys. Yeah, huh? So maybe she didn't get anything last year.
0: Mm. Well, uh, it's actually too, that's the thing is like this is two years ago because leftovers had it miss its yeah. eligibility gap. So, um. Yeah, I man, I I don't I don't know. Um, shall we go over each category? Um, Each of the major categories, there's uh, yeah. like 100 million. I, I saw that there's a lot of misinformation out there because, uh, you know, a lot of these articles are probably written in advance and just like yeah. minimally fact-checked before they published it so that, you know, you can get the first. But we're going off the PDF from Emmys.com.
1: Yeah, I was reading Variety, and apparently they said Carrie Coon was nominated for The Leftovers. I'm like, oh, okay. At least there's some justice in, the, in this world. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's a typo, and she's actually nominated for Fargo. Right. What the hell?
0: Yeah, the other thing that jumps out is how much the big networks, the conventional terrestrial, you know, the, the broadcast networks, are kind of getting left in the dust. Yeah, like you by scroll Netflix. through here and like you, it's Netflix and HBO and FX um, and, yeah, and, and is- AMC, and for like for every CBS or ABC, there's five of the others, and they're just getting they're just getting, getting boxed out. Um so shall we go should we just start at the top of the PDF here this is from the 69th Emmys nominations for key categories PDF on the the Emmy site sure. Uh lead actress in a dramatic series uh Viola Davis How to Get Away with Murder on ABC I have never seen this show I have no opinion on it mm-hmm. Uh Claire Foy The Crown on Netflix something I want to see but I haven't yet not seen yet so I mean it looks good fine whatever Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, richly deserved. Um, she was. Uh, I have my problems with the series as a whole. Um, I don't think it's perfect in the first season, but she was just f- on fire um, on 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 that. Carrie mm-hmm. Russell, The Americans on FX. I checked that a long time ago. Evan Rachel Wood on Westworld on HBO pro- probably gets my vote. Out of all these, okay, I don't know. She's probably not better than Elizabeth Moss. We should probably
1: just read them all and then talk about it. Yeah, sorry. Uh,
0: Robin Wright, House of Cards, Netflix. That's the one that should have been deleted, and literally (laughs) anyone, literally anyone taking its place.
1: Yeah. So I haven't seen The Handmaid's Tale. So for me, this category easily goes to Evan Rachel Wood. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I haven't seen this season of The Americans. So Carrie Russell is kind of not on my radar for this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like Robin Wright is good, and like the. There's, they're not ending house. That's the other big news. House of Cards is not ending. It's keep going forward. Yeah, uh, it, the it original promises... creator is out. Bo Bo right. out. But right, they're going to keep it going. Freddie's out. Ridiculous. out they they called him the president of motherfucker two seasons ago. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I don't know because Robin Wright's good and she promises to have a bigger role next year. But like this is just. I mean, I don't know. It's, she is good, but I just. I mean, it's the same performance she's been doing for the last four years, right? Pretty much. If anything, they gave her more Frank stuff to do. Okay. Like now you yeah. got you now you got the first first lady who's actually the vice president telling people to go fuck themselves to their face, mm-hmm. and they just take it for some reason. And the audience, apparently. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like this, this the last two seasons have really suffered because the first one you saw, like you know, Frank would carefully build leverage over people and then use it at maximum effect. Mm-hmm. Now he just goes into every meeting and wipes his ass with people and has them give him a rim job and and blows his load on her face and they say uh, thank you sir and they leave yeah like and there's I mean it's just it's it's it completely ridiculous um I mean it's it's a fun it's really super fun to watch but it's not a good television show it's it's exactly like Downton Abbey Downton Abbey was always super fun to watch and was always very fa- fan friendly but Downton Abbey the first two seasons never really came back. It got soapy and ridiculous, and that's what made it fun. But best drama series, best drama, dramatic actress, no way. And and I hate to say, yeah, like uh, Evan Rachel Wood is real. Man, what's harder to play? A <laughs> robot that's becoming self aware or a modern woman stuck in essentially a, 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 a sex, rape, slave camp situation dis- created by some crazy offshoot fundamental branch of christianity yeah i mean it's taken it's, over america they're both apples like and
1: oranges but right
0: I mean, but they're, they're both the, difficult. the degree of difficulty is hard now yeah. i will say that like elizabeth moss was allowed to scream and yell and cry in a way that robin or that evan rachel wood was not mm-hmm. like some of her best work was when she was shifting between robot to s- potentially self-aware creation yeah um but it's it's a tough call i'd probably give it to Liz- elizabeth moss um but either one of those choices. And, you know, like I said, I, I haven't seen the, the Crown. Let's let's move on to actor in a dramatic series. Okay. Uh, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us on NBC. Um, again, uh, I've heard lots of people say that. this is a show, but I've also heard yeah. a lot of people say it's very saccharine, which makes me not want to watch it. Okay. Uh, Anthony Hopkins on Westworld, HBO. Um, he got a baldy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for last? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that was
1: out and over with by the time
0: we. Yeah, did, uh... yeah. Right, he did. Yeah, it's out of eligibility for Baldy's twenty seventeen, sadly. But for the yeah. Emmys, they're they're good to go. Um, I can't argue with that Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul. I mean, here's here's the thing. Uh, I love ba- Bob Odenkirk. I mm-hmm. love Better Call Saul. But we're we're tra- drawn below the line, Justin Thoreau for leftovers. He's comfortably below Justin oh, yeah. Thoreau. Yeah. Like I'm not going to talk shit about Anthony Hopkins because he did a lot of good work. <laughs> Um, Matthew Reese, I won't talk shit about him. Leave lie, Schreiber, I've mm-hmm. heard Ray Donovan has also been in decline and it's kind of a shadow of its former self.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, he still gets... I, I cannot believe that he's better than Justin Thoreau, Season 3, The Leftovers. Kevin Spacey, House of Cards, joke. Complete fucking joke. <laughs> Complete fucking joke. And Milo... he Vin- was
1: He was probably better in Baby Driver, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. I know this is not the Oscars, but... I, and his performance there was like silly, or the yeah more was. believable
0: character motivation,
1: even though <laughs> right. it was
0: completely ridiculous in Baby Driver. Then right. you got Milo Ventimiglia from Vint- This Vint- Is Us. Uh,
1: yeah, if you're not familiar with him, he did. He was Peter Petrelli in uh, Heroes. Oh, uh, he was he was kind of the main character in that, um, aside from the cheerleader.
0: Double <laughs> nominations for This Is Us. I mean, I, I I I can't say anything about that show. I'm just saying I know. Kevin Spacey and Bob Odenkirk were worse than Justin Theroux. <laughs> they were, yeah, for a fact. Kevin um, Spacey's not even uh, in the same fucking country. Uh-huh. He's, yeah. No, I, and the thing that shocks me here, I guess,
1: is to see Anthony Hopkins nominated and Jeffrey Wright not. Because I thought Jeffrey Wright did just as much, if not more, yeah. and just as good yeah. in Westworld. Yeah. Um, Kind of surprising to me.
0: Now- I do think Anthony Hopkins is just going to destroy this award because, like, probably, like the yeah. Emmys still have a massive inferiority complex to movies, and he is what the probably biggest movie star that's come to the silver screen and, get, and given oh, a yeah. performance worth a damn. in, And, in, 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 you know, I mean, certainly this year, but like, who's a bigger star than Anthony Hopkins? Who's a bigger, more respected star? My, no one. No one. I right. mean, like if Harris Ford just randomly showed up and did a season of of some weird science fiction television, that would literally that would be, that might rival it for star power. So but... there's
1: Robert De Niro in the mix this year. Um, for oh, the right. Bernie he did Madoff the, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I he, watched and he got, that, and he got
0: nominated. He did, yeah, a lot not in this Michelle category Pfeiffer. because that would have been a, a real <laughs> right. battle royale. No,
1: that's a that's just a movie made for TV movie. When's Al Pacino get in there? Ah, uh, never. <laughs> <laughs> Al Pacino, I think, is done acting. He's, uh, he's now just being Al Pacino. Well, no, he did the
0: HBO miniseries last year. About... Yeah, but he's just being Al Pacino, oh, right? right, right, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, the Emmy goes to Al Pacino for Al Pacino <laughs> in Al Pacino. <laughs> I'd like to see Al Pacino play the character Al Pacino from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> right. Hawk and booty yeah. in, in, in full blackface just like Robert Downey Jr. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yep. That, there you go. Script for Tropic Thunder too. So Jeffrey Wright gets my nomination here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Anthony Hopkins. Will um, and the opposite, do. I think, is just going to just going to win. He's going to walk away with this thing. Um yeah. Lead actress in a limited series or movie, right? Limited series or movie. This is a recent category that they've kind of uh, it, 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 it's it's is designed to make the 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 lead drama series in the Golden Age of Television less brutal. Um, Carrie Coon for Fargo now. I guess Fargo, you would call it because it's an anthology. Like, uh, the, the line between what's an uh, what's an anthology versus a limited series versus, like, this, this Sherlock bullshit that keeps happening. Like, is that a limited series? If it comes out every fucking year for a yeah. set amount of episodes, is it really limited? That's a damn fine question, and I don't know the answer. <laughs> um, but she got a nomination, and I love Carrie Coon. Uh, so great. Good for her. Um, Felicity Huffman for American Crime. ABC, don't know, don't don't care Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies HBO, (laughs) my wife watched that and she was not impressed with um, Hmm. what they got out of all of the star power and all the creative juice Uh, Jessica Lange and Susan Sarandon Sarandon for Feud uh, Bet and Joan on FX, which uh, I enjoyed Uh, I didn't see it all, but I really like Jessica Lange and I really like Susan Sarandon and seeing their, you know playing this Betty Davis and, and Joan... what is it Who was it? Joan Collins? Collins Sure. Do uh, <laughs> you know what the, the theme is? It's, it's, it's about the... The feud between the two actresses. Right, and... but they're like there's just like these, these big box office stars that were past the bloom of their youth, mm-hmm. and they're all kind of like... Meh. But they've also been fierce rivals. They decided to band together to make this one, you know, what happened to Baby Jane kind of thing late in their career. And it, hmm. and it was a big success, but I guess... There's just a lot of behind the scenes bullshit, <laughs> Reese Witherspoon for big little lies um I mean for Carrie Coon like this is my this will be my protest vote because she should get something well, yeah, that's the thing Fargo's the only thing I've seen in this category,
1: but if I had to bet, I would uh-huh. say feud probably wins this um because it's it's very insider like of the industry sort of thing, right. Right, and you've got a bunch of industry people voting on it. They probably are more enamored by the idea of the Betty and Joan thing than I am. It's just crazy. Carrie Coon's first time Emmy nomination is for fucking Fargo. Yeah, it's stupid. I I thought she was basically next to nothing in that show.
0: It was yeah. surprising. I mean, it's it was like dr- w- dramatic overkill. Yeah, it's like you you needed to blow up a tent in the middle of open ground and you drop a hydrogen bomb on that character. Like right, so any. Any several dozens of actors could have 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 done the same thing, um, but again, glad you got it for something. Jesus yeah. Christ, I just don't think she'll win in this category. No, it seems like that. Um, it seems like everybody's thinking what either Lang or Sar- Sarandon will win. Yeah, um, but also you've got two big Hollywood stars uh, duking it out there too. It's true, lead actor in a limited series or movie, uh, Riz Ahmed. Is it Riz or Riz? I don't know. Um for The Night of HBO, which you did not like this. I this is the best one of the best pilots I've ever seen mm-hmm. that then followed with hours of mediocrity and then the finale and the penultimate episode were some of the biggest horseshit, bullshit things I've ever seen. I cannot... I I, I don't get... I don't get this, why this thing won... I, I I imagine people watch the pilot and like, oh my God, because that's the other thing about the Emmys is like a lot of these things for especially actors are single episode submissions. Mm-hmm. So they submit the pilot and bada-bing, bada-boom. Uh, Bender Dick come, comes a bunch uh, for Sherlock <laughs> the line detective. Um... Robert De Niro for *The Wizard of Lies*, as you mentioned, the Bernie Madoff thing on HBO. Ewan McGregor for *Fargo* FX. Joffrey Rush for *Genius* on National Geographic. Uh, John Turturro, *The Night* of HBO. I mean. I like uh, it, it's the year of Riz Ahmed, I guess, or Riz Ahmed because he was in this. He was in HBO's Girls. He was in uh, Rogue Rogue One last year. Oh yeah. Um, seems like he's got a lot of talent. It just was mm-hmm. really squandered and, and uh, frankly silly. Like the night of is making a murder season one of uh, serial hit That's frappe. Right. And huh. that's what you got. Like, they tried to make a very true-to-life cr- crime thriller that had all these different salacious elements, and then they injected a bunch of the wire into it. It's I don't know. It, just, it was kind of a mess. Who's mm-hmm. who's your win for this category? Uh,
1: I mean, it's either of the two that I've seen, um, which is Wizard of Lies and Fargo. Uh, I'd probably give it to you and McGregor. Okay. Um, Robert De Niro does a great job, but... I didn't really feel like it was much of a stretch for Robert De Niro right, at all. Right, Like, he just kind of played who I imagine Robert De Niro is in private. Yeah. Which is Bernie Madoff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh But Ewan McGregor did a lot of good stuff in Fargo. He had... A couple of showcase episodes there toward the end. I mean, really and, and I think the other thing me. I've
0: heard a lot of uh, Emmy stereotypes is they love, like, that kind of stunt casting. Where sure. Where, like, oh, he's playing brothers, twin brothers. They're not really twin brothers. And he's wearing yeah. all these prosthetics and makeup. And, and he's a big Hollywood star. And he's an Englishman. Give him all the Emmys. <laughs> right. Like, it does seem like that's a shoe-in for all of those. That They've got all these different biases. Which uh, I don't think he's English, but he is from the he's, UK. He's Irish Scottish. Uh... McGregor, I couldn't swear be. to it. I think it's Scottish. Scottish. So, yeah. Uh you're right. I just this probably pissed off a lot of Scots. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, lead actress in a comedy series, man. Ah, uh, I've only seen a little bit of the, Oh, Unbreakable, Jesus, Breakable, yeah. uh, Breakable Breakable Kimmy Schmidt, which my son and my wife were watching this together, and I was the curmudgeon playing on my phone. Like I don't know why you guys like this, but I got kind of sucked in. Yeah, that's a it's, fun show. It, it, it Yeah, it's one of those shows where it's like – it's kind of like similar to uh, – what's that? Brooklyn nine, – Nine-Nine. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy when I watch it, but I'm never excited to see it. Like okay. Like I'm sitting, I would right. literally do anything, and that's uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So when my son and my wife are watching it, I have a really good time. She's really funny, and there's that, – that character is a very peculiar – type of funny character mm-hmm. um and then you got julie louis dreyfus for veep which i'm sure she'll win yeah probably she's been the darling
1: that that show has been a darling for a while
0: yeah wow funny lily tomlin for grace and frankie i was just looking at the previous noms to date julie louis dreyfus has 23 lily tomlin has 24 with six previous hmm. wins julie we driver's nine wow yeah juggernaut <laughs> That was probably all Seinfeld, right? Also, Allison Janney's there <laughs> with Mom on CBS. I've heard good things about that. She's gotten mm-hmm. thirty. I mean, that's a lot of uh, you know glory years of West Wing, um, and Jane Fonda, Grace and Frankie. Ah, uh, yeah. But I just, I, just I, I I've never seen any of these. I hardly see any of these comedies. Um, lead actor in a comedy series, um, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, Aziz Azari for Master of None. Now you've seen at least season one of Master of None. Right? So, season
1: one. I think this is probably season two. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that came out around that time. So, and boy, a lot of people, like, Dave Chin was saying just really good things about it when we were yeah. hanging out with him at the Game of Thrones con.
1: Yeah, I thought season one was great. Uh, looking forward to season two. I haven't got to it yet.
0: Yeah, I had a re- emailer said that he wanted me and Cecily to watch, like, a particular episode of season two, which is a self-contained kind of bottle episode that he says it hmm. makes a profound statement about whatever the thing it is, and it's, like, just really good, and we, we need to do that. But we also need to come back and say goodbye to House of Cards and American Gods, <laughs> yeah. and we've had scheduling conflicts. Hmm. Uh, Zach Galifianakis for Baskets, which is hysterical, and it's bizarre and weird, and I think everybody should should at least give it a try. Um Donald Glover for Atlanta, which was amazing last year. Both of those last two are on FX. Um, William H Macy on Shameless, Showtime. Jeffrey Timor on Transparent and Amazon. Uh, those are those last two shows are ones that I would like to see. I just I just don't have time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably give it to Donald Glover because Atlanta was just. And yeah, it, you really love that, and <laughs> it's one of those dramedies where it's like equally adept at, you know. Uh, having new takes on interesting things in society and also just occasionally coming out of nowhere at the comedy Haymaker. Mm-hmm. So, do you have an opinion on that?
1: No, nah, I've only seen the first season of one of those. So, uh,
0: sh- uh, motion to skip all the reality shit.
1: Yeah, let's <laughs> do it because th- and the Variety Talk series. How about that? Can we skip that yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't watch any of that stuff except for maybe real-time a little bit. Occasionally, yeah.
1: Uh, limited series. Oh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Can we just say that wins? Okay, sure. Because <laughs> I still I like that show a lot. I think it's
0: the best version of what it's trying to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Although I will say that uh, I, what I like about Bill Maher is that you do get a lot of interesting perspectives. And I also think that, you know, he really fucked up bad with his N-word thing, but the episode Mm -hmm. after that where he actually had a bunch of uh, black men on to tell him exactly how fucked he was... Yeah. I thought was... um, It... I mean, he probably could have slid away with just like a, a statement saying, "Hey, as I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a funny man, and I, my brain made the wrong funny connection, and it's that's fucked up, and I've got this long history of trying blah blah blah, and I'm sorry." But you know, devoting a whole episode to kind of being taken to task, I thought was uh, good. And then the other thing is, like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, a lot of my more liberal friends criticized Bill Maher for having like garbage people their opinion garbage people on with garbage opinions and they consider Bill a garbage person themselves but the thing is is a lot you know it's not just liberals that watch that show and i feel like sometimes those extra perspectives they do more to nudge people's minds in one way or another than mm-hmm. you know the the extreme left or extreme right sure because who the fuck watches that except for the choir, you know you're just preaching to the choir Yep. moving on uh limited series big little lies on hbo fargo on fx feud Betty and Joan on FX, Genius on National Geographic, the Night of HBO. Genius is the one about. Uh, wasn't that about uh, Einstein, or was it about Hawking?
1: That's mm, a real good question. Can find out right now. Uh, looks like it's about Einstein based on the hair.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I feel like it's gonna. It's, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like uh, some kind of anthology where every season will be about a, a different type of genius or. Hmm. Particularly Genius. So that might be cool and good for Nat Geo for, for branching out. Uh, who you, who's in, did I say The Night Of on HBO? Uh, who's horse sure. you back in here?
1: Uh, the only one I've seen, which is Fargo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've seen, I mean, like I've seen more of the, these than saw you. Saw The but, Night Of. But yeah, I saw The Night Of. I've seen a little bit of Big Little Lies and my better half saw the rest. So uh, mm. I think she saw a few, too. I, I think Fargo, it's, it's pretty kind of ha- heads and shoulders above... Because um, it was unique, it was different, and I think it was also of the moment in a way none of these other shows really are. So that's my vote. Comedy series, we have Atlanta on FX, Blackish on ABC, which I've heard nothing but good things about, Master of None on Netflix, Modern Family on ABC, which kill it, all right, already. How many fucking goddamn noms? It's gotten 80 nominations. <laughs> And it's twenty two wins. And twenty two wins. Christ, is it really the best comedy? I don't know. HBO, Silicon Valley, and Breakable Kimmy Schmidt on H or Netflix and Veep on HBO. Uh, prob. I mean, the- does Veep huh. win this? Just because it seems like it's the it's it's the-, the Emmy darling. Yeah, that's my guess. Um,
1: either Veep or Atlanta.
0: Um, Atlanta. I know a yeah, lot of people were talking cause, about because a lot of people are really on for good reason. Donald Glover's, you know, tip. Yeah, they they because he just seems like he's just got so much fucking talent.
1: I'm actually I so I forgot when we were talking earlier in the comedy with specific actors and actresses, uh, Silicon Valley, because I honestly think the guy who plays Jared should probably get a nom. Yeah, that guy's. Yeah, I mean TJ Miller is TJ Miller, and right. I think he's one of the big reasons to watch the show. But Jared is like right up there. The way they're writing him and the way his. Like his performance this year was really good because he didn't just do his standard Jared stick, right? Yeah, he had real, real moments where he had to convey emotion and anger, and then he turned into a completely different person. Mm-hmm. He turned into what's his name yeah. on the phone. <laughs> uh, I, I just thought he was surprisingly versatile. Yeah. this year. Um, now he's not going to win, or I mean, he's not even nominated. Not even nominated. And I don't think Silicon Valley is going to win this category,
0: but nah, they're uh, they kind of. I liked it what he did. This, uh, this, this, Silicon Valley is another show that feels like it's right now wheezing. Now, they could get, mm-hmm. reinvigorate next year. Um, yeah. as, as we talked about it with the, with the podcast with Jason a week or two ago. I kind of hope they rebuild the show where Jared's the hero. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, you know, he's kind of a hero all along. He's the Um, only decent person there. (laughs) The problem with him is he doesn't have any skills other than business. Yeah. And with Silicon Valley, like, the ideal is, you know, you got a techie that's got just enough business smarts to not get fucked, or you got a business guy that's got enough technical visionary that Mm -hmm. he can see which way the winds are blowing. And Jared is – he's more of a tool. Not like you know a dick bag tool. Like right. he's he's more of like uh, someone you can harness to be successful, mm-hmm. not someone that can be successful mm-hmm. with his own thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I probably go. For, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go for Atlanta. Maybe Master of None season two is better, but Atlanta was just. Um, I didn't know what to expect, and I still don't know what to expect for next season. But it 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 definitely it was definitely awesome and definitely very funny. Uh, drama series. Here we go. Better Call Saw on AMC, The Crown on Netflix, Handmaid's Tale, Hulu, House of Cards, uh, on Fucking <laughs> Netflix. Stranger Things. Yeah. Here a little un- surprised to see this, honestly. Un- un- unremarked on Netflix. This is us yeah. on a- uh, NBC and Westworld on HBO. Uh, who do you think is going to win the category? Who do you personally who are you personally uh pulling for? Um so I think. And it's just so weird. I haven't that the seen This Is isn't Us. Even on here. I feel
1: like either This Is Us or
0: Westworld is going to take it, but I haven't seen This Is Us. Right. Um
1: Although, man, Handmaid's Tale got a lot of buzz.
0: Yeah, it did. And the problem with Westworld is it uh, you know, it came out so long ago, relatively speaking, to versus like, the recency, And same thing with Stranger Things. But like Better Call Saul, the Crown, Handmaid's Tale, those things all made big splashes this spring and they're gonna be fresh in people's minds. Yeah, I just don't think
1: like Stranger Things is awesome, but it's a very like nichey thing to me. Mm. Like Stranger Things if you weren't born in the 80s is not nearly as good as if you were, right? Yeah. So or or born in the late 70s or something. Like You're right. I, I Much... don't know. I think
0: Westworld or This Is Us. Yeah. Westworld is my vote, I guess. Yeah. I think you're I think Westworld's probably probably my vote, but I wouldn't be surprised the Handmaid's Tale wins. Yeah. Just because it was, it's gorgeous, and it was very well shot and very well acted, and even if the scripts are a little bit of a mess, it also was kind of of a time as well. Hmm. Um, although, when robots rule the world in fifty years, we might look back and say Westworld <laughs> was the cautionary tale we should have uh-huh. heeded attention to. A television movie um, Black Mirror San Junipero Junipero Junipero, yeah. Junipero on Netflix. Haven't seen that season yet. Me either. Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors, Circle of Love. Fuck it. Close down shop. That wins. That wins. Don't need to say anything else. On NBC. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I'm what definitely. What the fuck gonna, is that? I don't to watch know, it but now. guess what I'm seeing sometime in the month of December this year. Yeah. We Dolly. we might cover that. <laughs> I have a long and abiding love and passion for for Dolly Parton. You do? Yeah, I think she's just a great. She's just an awesome lady. Okay. Uh, the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks on HBO. How the fuck did I not even hear of that? Hmm. I don't know. Sherlock, the lying detective on uh, PBS Masterpiece. That's a BBC joint. Uh, the Wizard of Lies on HBO. Um, um, Robert, I'm still. I haven't it seen. I'm still giving it Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colors. All right, give it I th- to The Wizard of Lies. It's the only one I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's too bad about Sherlock cuz I I checked out the first two seasons. I just didn't like it. Yeah, you said that. That's
1: hmm, surprising so, considering how much other people like it.
0: Yeah, but you know, that's I, I might just be colorblind to the BBC spectrum of uh, you know, pop well, Black Mirror, oh, of pop I do. Of pop culture. Well, I was trying to kind of think of I was trying to, I was trying to draw a s- lasso around science fiction because f- uh-huh. like I don't also like Doctor Who. No, um, yeah, me either. Although I have not I I I I don't know. I, I maybe I need to start with Christopher Eccleston's.
1: Yeah, I did that and it was pretty good, but it didn't get me to watch season 2. Oh, which everyone says
0: like once Tenet comes right. on that it's like that's when it hits in the high gear. Yeah, so maybe they should have had
1: Tenet in season 1 then. God yeah, damn it. Maybe maybe I'd maybe. be watching it today. Uh but Black Mirror is always awesome.
0: Like yeah. I'm sure whatever that is is great. Um and I'm not a big television movie guy. You know?
1: Yeah, I don't do a ton of them.
0: Right, like if they did do, if it's on HBO, because I'm watching a lot of HBO, I usually see it on HBO. Yeah. Um, we can buy, uh, motion to bypass variety sketch series and structured reality programs. Uh, what You don't want to talk about Documentary Reali- Now? What? I just watched a oh, good okay. chunk of season two. Yeah, documentary documentary now, now is good. Which was your favorite one on season two? Cause I, uh, I, I haven't seen the, them all yet. I like the chicken guy. The guy, the guy, the old man that runs oh, a chicken yeah, restaurant—that that was pretty good. People so he hiking goes into a cage miles and, miles. and he, he has 15 minutes to catch a chicken. If he doesn't catch a chicken, it's just rice. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, that one was good. Uh, man, there was the
0: the globe. I, I
1: actually thought the one where it was just Bill Hader doing his um, like sitting on stage talking about oh his life, God, and then the people yes. totally disputing everything he's saying. Yes, was pretty hilarious. That was really good. Uh, but I think I've only seen four of those so uh, far. Four or five of them. I mean,
0: they're all they're all really funny. Yeah. Um So it, it's it's pretty good. So we so just a variety of sketch series, Billy on the Street, Go Fuck Yourself, True TV, okay. Documentary Now, and IFC Drunk History, and Comedy Central. Which I I see I, I watch those as a binge a lot. Like it's like mm. oh I got yeah. ninety minutes for going to bed. I'll watch four episodes of Drunk History, mm-hmm. Portlandio and IFC. I, I thought this last season was terrible. I don't remember this last Like, season. I I feel like the last two seasons of Portlandia have just, like, I don't know whether they're bored and they're trying to reformulate it because they went with the long-form stuff the year before, and the maybe Portland is, you know, this is getting too...
1: It's not getting... It's getting more normal? Yeah, it's being it's normalized by weird. money. It's getting gentrified. Oh, I, don't, I don't
0: know what it is, but, like, it, I feel like the magic on that show is gone. Huh. Uh, Saturday Night Live on NBC, I think, is... Going through a renaissance this year. And Tracy Ullman has a fucking show on HBO? I guess so. Jesus. can't You can't advertise that, HBO? Um, so I, I'd i probably give it to either Documentary Now or Saturday Night Live. All right. Um, fuck structured reality programs. Fuck unstructured <laughs> reality programs. Um, fuck your hosts. Here we go. Supporting Actress Dram- Dramatic Series. Uza Aduba, of course, for Orange is the New Black because, you know, again, that was on the last three years of cards. Uh, I thought this season, Orange and New Black, I watched three episodes and bailed. Like, I thought the idea wow. of having an almost near real-time, uh, a, a near real-time 24 look into a p- prison riot just, it just just, didn't work for the spirit and the tone of the show. And also the show mm-hmm. didn't change its tone or spirit to reflect the violent, uncertain times these women were in. <laughs> so, whatever. Um Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things on Netflix. Yep, That's she played Eleven. Eleven, right. I, I feel like I don't need to see the rest because she wins. And Dowd <laughs> as just... A, you might be surprised. There's uh, another one down this list. And Dowd is just, just just a terrible, terrible person on The Hands Tale. <laughs> She's so good at it. She's so good at She's playing people at you just want to drag out and shoot. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy Metz for This Is Us... Dandy Newton for Westworld and Samira Wiley from The Handmaid's Tale is is Anne Dowd the new Margaret Margaret uh, Martindale? Mar- Mar- Martindale? Yeah, apparently, yeah. I can't keep, tell them apart because I cracked people up when I, I I gave both actresses credit for each other's works.
1: Oh, okay,
0: yeah, uh, maybe I maybe. get them confused too. Yeah, like I she 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 the first time I remember her being something I like sat up and took notice was she played. The really weird wife of the main killer in uh, season one of True Detective. And then she oh, was... Oh, right. Right. And then she huh. was Patty on The Leftovers, and then she played Aunt Whoever uh, on Handmaid's Tale. She makes a big impression. She does. Um, I thought Millie Bobby Brown in Stranger Things is really good, though. But she, she is Andy fantastic. Thank you. Newton for Westworld. Both of them great. I,
1: I worry about the future of Millie Bobby Brown having been nominated like what kind of
0: pressure. So okay, so, so let's first say of all, she It's wins. the bastard child of Millie Vanilli and Bobby Brown. <laughs> so you got is. some plagiarizing coked-up maniac in, in DNA up in here. Right.
1: Uh <laughs> and then you add the pressure of having been nominated for an
0: Emmy when you're I don't know, 13. How old is she? I don't but yeah, she's she's, super she's not young. old enough to drive and how do you contextualize Right, this is the Gilbert Grape scenario
1: right. where you're uh, apparently he was like 19 when mm-hmm. he won that or something but like or when he did that movie but mm-hmm. you, you tell Culkin? this little kid like Culkin. this is an amazing performance uh-huh. uh so good in fact that you're going to contend with the likes of Thandi Newton uh-huh. in, in one of the most popular shows on TV uh-huh. uh now if she wins it th- th- it has a devastating possibility of saying either here's here's the pressure you're under you got to live up to your previous right, performance right. or if she wins it, it could also be like this is the peak of your life. This is as good sure. as it's going to get at 13 years old. Sure, you've, you've done the best you're ever going to do. It's all downhill from here.
0: Yeah, child, child actors, uh, you know, God be with you because you'll need it. Uh, I, I, I almost hope she loses just so it doesn't put that pressure on her. But then you've got this person <laughs> who's had this amazing experience, and now they're getting not recognized. Like you know, it's like I, they could go either way. Like kids don't deal with rejection that that great either because they can't contextualize it that's true yeah um maybe just don't tell her she's nominated yeah just like you know i think i think the way you should deal with kid celebrities is you just essentially they're on set and they do their job and then everyone just leaves them the fuck alone yeah and they can and then when they they get out of college then you can start fucking treating them as celebrities right but but i think being like some witness protection program I, I do think she has a great shot at winning it. Yeah, uh,
1: I also think Thandi Newton has a great shot at winning it. I don't know about the Handmaid's Tale stuff, but
0: uh, Samira, uh, what do you think? I mean, you know, Ann Dowd made a big impression. Samira Wiley, less so. Hmm. Um, okay. But I mean, they're great. They're great roles on a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Uza Aduba wins, I I don't know what to do because the thing is, like, she she's 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 great playing this very unforgettable character. But the show, it's just, you know, the show is just, you know, it just continues to kind of collapse under its own weight. Um, this is, uh, who wrote hmm. Weeds? Uh, yeah. But I heard the yeah. same thing about Weeds. I guess, this, and it's been said that, uh, shit, what is her name? Anyway, that she has a hard time, like, wrapping things up. Yeah. You know? uh, fuck, I don't. I can't remember. Yeah. Ginger Cohen. Right? Yes. I didn't even look I it didn't... up. I did. You didn't hear the keyboards clip. No. Like, I actually, my brain worked for once. <laughs> did. Kicked
1: into gear. Uh, uh, so, let me ask you this. We yeah. put Millie Bobby Brown in our uh, great actresses of last year, right? Um, and I think she might have won that category. She either won, won or remember. came in second. I thought, I thought Danny Newton won. Uh, yeah. Maybe she did. Um but the the thing is we didn't nominate like oh, oh supporting or lead who the fuck is the lead
0: in, in that show? Well, right, there's no I mean, lead. I, I mean, they're all probably. I'm I'm sure it's there's. I'm sure there's a Hollywood contractual way to look at it that sure, probably yeah. arrives at Winona Ryder. Sure, but that is not indicative of the screen time and emphasis of plot. And right. I mean, she certainly, a main, but it's an, ense- that's the problem with all these ensemble shows is like the leftover is chief among them. Although I think or like this- game of Thrones, who the fuck y- game is of Thrones that? is very tough too. Yeah. Um, which by the way, game of Thrones got shut out because they were ineligible this year. Right. Is that right? It goes from May 31st to June 1st. Oh yeah. And they, sh- and they won't came be out on in April. Until- so I feel like that they, yeah, they didn't have enough episodes in this, this, this uh, thing to, to qualify. Yeah. Uh okay, where were we at? So Sporting you think actor. Millie Millie Bobby Brown has a shot, but probably Danny Newton because I agree with yeah. that analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, supporting actor in a drama, David Banks. Jo- sorry, Jonathan Banks for Better Call Saul on AMC. David Harbour for Stranger Things on Netflix. He was a sheriff, correct? Uh, I assume so. Uh, I'll link that up. Ron Cephas Jones, This Is Us on NBC. Michael Kelly, House of Cards. Um, that is St- Stamper. Yeah. Uh, Netflix, John Lithgow, that sort of thing. They're giving Doug the "suck my dick and eat my shit and lick my belly button" speeches. Like literally, everyone is going around just telling, just <laughs> slapping people. With a sack of shit and telling them that they're hobos <laughs> and pissing on them and and getting what they want, it's it's ridiculous. It's how don't you know that's how? It's super fun though. DC
1: works, man.
0: Yeah, it's politics. It's, it's, the, it's the shit shit bag slapping to get yeah. things done. It's why Mitch McConnell's so good because he's, <laughs> he's just full of he's it. He's got the best shit shit sacks of all time, and he's he's free with the slaps. <laughs> Um John Lithgow the Crown the Netflix Mandy Patinkin Home Oh get the fuck out of here Homeland on Showtime <laughs> Come on I Oh here, you, we here we go jeffrey you're right. Westworld HBO. All right
1: so I guess they consider him a supporting actor even though I think he had more screen time Oh yeah than Anthony Hopkins but I suppose Anthony Hopkins in Hollywood terms Yeah I mean is that's the, the thing that. like
0: the other thing is the purity of these categories seems suspect uh I think Jeffrey Wright should win this.
1: Uh, so here's a conspicuous is David is, is, is absence. David he, is, he, is he the. He's okay. Jim Hopper.
0: Yeah, the, okay. the, the, the sheriff. Sheriff.
1: Uh, conspicuous absence. And I actually think uh, this guy might have a shot at winning it, if not for being left off entirely.
0: So he has no shot at winning Michael
1: it. Michael McKean. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Jonathan Banks did not do
0: a better job than Michael and McKean. And he also this was season. not nearly as big in the season. Well, I guess in early going, and he could Early kind of on. Did.
1: But I mean, Michael McKean crushed it this year. Yeah, Uh, to not have him nominated anywhere,
0: (laughs) he's burned up the television set with his searing performance. He sure did. He he was he was hot. He was on
1: fire for sure. Leave a warm glow in all of our hearts. Uh, But yeah, Jonathan Banks, uh, he's good. But come on, Michael McKean was Michael McKean was way better.
0: Right, Jonathan Banks is good, but he also in this last two seasons have been fairly limited in doing. He's he's he's. He's right down the middle, Mike. Yeah. Like, the season one, They Broke My Boy, that every once in a while comes out. This has not been seen in the last year or two, so it's like, it, this really feels like uh, Jonathan Banks literally and figuratively being grandfathered in. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I, they're not talking about last year's Better Call Saul, are they? I don't think so, because this season is entirely in the eligibility window. It so, was? Okay. Yeah. Um, I I mean, yeah, Jonathan Banks, he's fine. David Arbor, I actually think he was the one of the weaklings, especially early on. I, they they that character rounded into something I like, but I remember mm-hmm. distinctly thinking, "What the fuck with this guy?" The first couple huh. of episodes. Um, I yeah, I mean Jeffrey Wright, I feel like is the clear yeah. winner here. I honestly think, I think The so. Westworld's going to just really clean the fuck up. Uh, supporting actress in a comedy, Vanessa Bayer, Saturday Night Live. Interesting. Interesting, huh? A lot of SNL. Uh, Anna <laughs> Schlumsky from Veep uh, on HBO. Catherine Han on Transparent Amazon. Leslie Jones, Saturday Night Live NBC. Judith Light, Transparent and AM, Amazon. Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live NBC. I guess those, those are probably the three funniest ladies on SNL. Hmm. Okay. I mean, Kate McKinnon, I think is this is is the the, the shining light of the show right now. In a, in a pretty good cast, but uh, you know, any, any strong opinions there? No, I was every anyway. time like, when Cecily's watching Veep, because um, I watch over her shoulder mostly. It always throws me to see Anna Schlumsky, yeah, because you know, like she's still recognizably the same little girl from My Girl, and that's literally the only thing I've ever seen her and see her like you know doing hmm, this foul mouth political thriller is like really, <laughs> really weird. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy, Louis Anderson on Baskets, FX Networks, hilarious. He actually plays a like a cross dressing version of Zach Galifianakis's mother. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Alec Baldwin for uh, essentially for playing Trump on Saturday Night Live and NBC. Right. Uh, Titus Burgess, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on which he is fucking hilarious. Is, Have you yeah. seen the new season with the lemonade? Beyonce I seen the episode, one, but he was great in season one, too. Where they do, like, shot-for-shot shot remakes of some of Beyoncé's Lemonade shit. Oh, boy. Oh, no. my God. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> Ty Burrell from Modern Family on ABC. Tony Hale, Veep. Uh, Matt Walsh, Veep. Uh, both on HBO. I don't... Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. I guess Titus Burgess is who I'd give it to. Okay. Because he's just really... Fu- I mean, he's a unique character that I thought I was going to hate as soon as I saw him. I was like, oh, this is going to be a, like a throwback, really weird kitschy stereotype gay performance and to- i mean kinda but also it's awesome so uh supporting actress in a limited series or movie uh boy i boy i this is this is gonna be rough
1: <laughs> the only one i've seen is the wizard of lies michelle Pfeiffer, uh and she was great mm-hmm. i
0: haven't seen michelle Pfeiffer in like 10 years she still looks like michelle Pfeiffer. really interesting yeah interesting cuz yeah um it's about 10 years older i'd say <laughs> right uh so you got judy davis and jackie hoffman from feud uh then you've got regina king on american crime what the hell regina king interesting yeah i didn't I... know she's in american crime i heard good things about american crime and regina king was one of the best things of season 2 of leftovers so she was yeah uh shayne shailene woodley uh big little pick little lies okay whatever Mm-hmm. Supporting actor in a limited series of movie: Bill Camp, The Night of; Alfred Molina, Feud; uh, Alexander Skarsgard, Big Little Lies; David Thewlis, Fargo; Stanley Tucci, Feud; uh, Mc- uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, The Night of. Yeah, I love you, Michael K. Williams, but you're you're playing Omar in The Night of. <laughs> uh, oh, Is he? 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 Yeah, I mean, right. I think that's his name, Omar. 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 He's credited as Omar. Huh. Um, I get a David Thulis. Yeah, totally. he was amazing in Fargo this year. Yep. Like a completely unforgettable character. Uh they gave him the like some of the best dialogue, some of the best speeches. He was tough to look at and so I mean I yeah, <laughs> he's he was great. Yeah, he takes this category for me, but I haven't seen
1: literally anything else in this category. Yeah. So
0: so um there you go. That's our opinion. That's our very uh um you know provincial uh, opinions on the Emmys which are itself a kind of provincial bullshit awards show in our opinion
1: yeah it's so it's I mean I to me, there's
0: no critical merit to anything that completely snubs the leftovers like this and say what you yeah. will about it being uh you know polarizing or not watched or not loved but like you I I don't see how you cannot look at its craftsmanship its artistry and how daring and risk-taking it was and not reward it with something. Mm -hmm.
1: At the very least, the performances. Like, if you can't get behind the the show itself and its messages
0: and and themes, get behind that performance, because Carrie Coon destroyed the screen. And here's what's different about, I guess, from the Oscars, is I can think of some big Oscar, like, fuck-ups, like, I think, like, Forrest Gump over Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. um, or maybe it's over Goodfellas. That seems, in retrospect, really insane, Sure, but they fucking got nominated. Right, they were there among recognized as amongst the fact the Fargo's not even nominated. Like I just don't even know how to process that man. Like yeah. not not a win, but not even a nomination for any of the leads. Just and I mean just Ann Dowd gets a little bit of love for mm-hmm. dropping by in one episode, right? In uh, which she's amazing. Know, she's great. In, yeah, she's
1: great in it. But come on,
0: right? Come on, right? uh that's i don't know i i don't i don't get it i don't get it especially since it seems like that there isn't a set like five show like you only get five or six shows because some of these categories have more a lot more than that like so they just ran out of i don't know i guess there's seven for best dramatic series already maybe there are capped at seven i just i don't know i like i said i see house of cards on there and it just enrages me Hey, before we go further, uh there's something you could do to help us out. Uh we have been trying to, you know, sell ads, especially on Bald Move TV. It's uh, one of the points of emphasis I made in 2017 is to bring this back from three times a year type of content to, mm-hmm. you know, at least every other week, if not every week, type of content. Um and it's been a lot of extra work. Uh and I think it's starting to pay off. But uh, we've been hearing that we need to do a step to get to secure advertising on the show, which is to have a very brief demographic, demographics survey. It's essentially how many questions is like it? Like three or four. It's it's one page. It's super easy. Yeah. It's it's probably how old you are. Yep. You know, uh, which bathroom you go to, and roughly your household income. Maybe I don't know something like that. But something it's, like that. It's and it's it's anonymous, and you fill it out, and it's something that goes to the their advertising coordinators and they can use that to go and negotiate better rates and 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 better advertising uh which is important to the future of bald moves so uh could you give that link out jim yeah it's survey.libsyn l-i-b-s-y-n
1: dot com slash bmtv and survey.libsyn.com slash bmtv
0: and that will also be in the show notes because yes. that's not as friendly as some of our links. So we're uh, and this, you know how do you spell Libsyn? Uh, is it with a S Y N? Is it S I N? No. Is, li- is it Lib with a L E B? No, uh, it's not. Uh, all the <laughs> don't <laughs> confuse the all issue, those wrong man. <laughs> spellings uh, can be resolved in the show notes. You click on the article on the website, or a lot of times it's in your uh, your your podcast, your player, podcast yeah. aggregator uh, and player. Uh, but yeah, that would really help us out. Check out that link take a couple seconds out of your day and make a big difference to bald move
1: yeah it's interesting um hbo got 110 nominations the most of anybody of course because that's hbo um and netflix is right behind them with 91 right so substantially behind them but just completely dominating every other streaming service yeah Uh, and actually dominating everything that's on television like hbo is head and shoulders above Everything, I think the next closest is like 54 or 60 for
0: NBC. It's interesting how AMC has completely surrendered the dramatic drama lead to Netflix. Yeah, totally. Because, and you know, you can talk about that, but I I guess like five years ago, if if, uh, if you said to me that Netflix is going to get into original programming and they're going to be just 20 nominations behind HBO in five years, and AMC is going to more or less see uh, other than better calls like le- that's literally the only thing keeping them represented as far as i can tell here uh better better call Saul, so they're just going to completely secede that territory to net to netflix and even yeah they have 11 nominations it's 80
1: less than netflix
0: yeah i mean that's that's shocking and and a far far downfall from the days uh, the glory days of mad men and and breaking bad well it makes me wonder so HBO also, is, everybody on the r slash The Walking Dead was hoping for you know, Jeffrey oh, Dean Moore. get the more, fuck Get, out get of fucked. Here. Get yeah. fucked. Look at, you cannot say <laughs> that Andrew Lincoln or whoever is better than any of the – like, no. not no. even Kevin Spacey. So, like, that's, like, I apologize to all the Walking Dead fans, but come on. No, I mean, Be I real don't, for in, a any minute. Walking Dead fan that listening to this, I think, understands. I'm talking yeah, about r right. slash The Walking Dead who every fucking season – you know, Can't like, believe my show didn't Yeah, get in fact, I'm I'm, I'm going to go on and see what they're saying about it. Oh boy, I bet that's a shit show. Uh, you're 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 a, you're a transition to something else.
1: Yeah, I was going to talk about Netflix and and HBO winning so many awards and kind of the saturation because for me it's interesting. Netflix has put on so much content in the uh-huh. last year, like. It used to be where a Netflix thing was kind of special. Like, oh, it's a Netflix original. I need to check it out because it's probably going to be short and it's probably going to be really, really good. Uh Um, Now they're doing, like, a new show every week. And it's just – at some point for me it becomes less special and it becomes less like, oh, I must see this. It's a Netflix original. Uh, And and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing for Netflix because on the one hand they get 91 nominations, second only to HBO. On the other hand, they're kind of losing me as, like, a
0: must-see viewer. Well, but the thing is, I think you're in a minority. I, in, I think you're in a minority. Um, what should I say this? I don't think Netflix cares that you can't keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Because every show that they make that gets awards or gets buzz, like, you know, there's been a lot this year. Um, you know, like, Dear Black People kind of came out of nowhere and was really delightful. mm mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, dear white. Yeah, I said dear white. that's say dear black people? You uh, might have. That's five. a super racist comeback to the, the dear white people. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, I, I feel On like Hulu. that they. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, Hulu. He had a good, nice thing going. Their handmade still. I want to talk about that here in a minute too. Okay. But I feel like every everything that they build their portfolio is they can they can stop paying licensing fees for the bullshit yeah. they have and keep their state and 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 have net, cuz Netflix is a if you're a cord cutter it's a must have sure and you know unlike
1: they, the hulu's and the right the and and CBS i CBS i think this is a
0: maturation cuz HBO is the same way they have so much original content i probably see a fourth of it every year and i watch a lot of hbo um, but they're in a position where they don't need the big tent poles anymore. They can make a, a, a leftovers that appeals to a very sp- particular set or or, mm-hmm. or, or or gratifies a creative individual. And Netflix is in the same way where they can make this show is pitched straight down this particular uh, plate, and it's and it's and everybody, a lot of people going to whiff on it, but for this particular audience segment it's going to be pure gold and yeah. they're just slow they've got the big pull stuff and they're now s- spreading out and they're just weaving this web that's going to catch everybody
1: i guess i mean it just used to be you know i see netflix original i perk up and i say
0: i'm gonna watch that now it's like yeah i, I know it's when you're like, going through the uh, new releases it's, it's
1: 16 netflix originals in a row i don't give a shit is right. like what what is it to
0: me but their investment in comedy... Which, I, mean,
1: I, I mean, it makes sense in the long run, I guess. They they want Netflix to be the destination for new television as well.
0: Isn't Netflix's model essentially HBO's in the last 20 years? It is, yeah. Like, we're going to go after... I mean, other than, like, boxing. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing where Netflix is like, no, no thanks. But they're trying to do the same thing where they're creating... They, you know, they're, they're, they're all these creative and critical darlings, their emphasis on comedy, um, and I don't know. Like, I... I probably watch more Netflix than HBO at this point.
1: Hmm. Okay. And,
0: again, I watch a lot of HBO. Yeah. So uh, the other thing I think is interesting for for next year is to see – because you see all these IFCs and like stars comes out with American gods that they probably spend a ton of money on just the licensing and extra production of that. Um, Hulu took a gamble with handmaid's tale. Not everyone can win this. Like, Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll sink something prestige and hope they get a couple of Emmy noms and get, and, and, and kind of springboard into some kind of relevancy the way AMC and FX did. Do you think it's that, that I, I guess my question is, is that sustainable? If you have 30 networks doing that no, for sure, it's not, um, like I mean I I guess
1: it's something that still needs to be done like how else do you get attention to your platform other than you know big big shows that catch people's eye and like that's how you make or break a platform right mm-hmm. but when Netflix had the advantage of being like first to market on right. this and so they had it much easier a lot like you know with Bald Move we got in on the TV podcasting stuff way early so we had an easier time of it right Now, if you're trying to break into, you know, TV podcasting or TV streaming online, you need to do better than that. Yeah. You need to do better than just having like one big marquee show that people tune in for.
0: But how are small, I mean, it's almost, I guess what I'm asking you are these all experiments all doomed to failure because these smaller channels are trying to, you know, either. Either justify their basic cable money or justify their premium money, and mm-hmm. they're making these like you know niche shows. But if not everyone, I mean, this could this could potentially bankrupt the company. Like imagine like yeah. AMC does Mad Men and Breaking Bad, and no one watches it. Uh huh. Like that could have killed. Like you know they 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 they, they swerved out of their lane of just shitty old movies and you know they got spacked for it and now they're bankrupt and all the executives got fired like i feel like that's going to be the fate of a lot of these channels are trying to yeah i think so become more than what they are yeah i agree with that because the Um, other thing is like you know there's this market only can support I, i mean that's another good question how much appetite Because I've I've heard this been saying for like amongst professional critics for a few years, but now like you know a lot of people are saying like how much great TV is too much Mm -hmm. because you can have a glut in the market and it's weird because most of the gluts I've seen like I you know the one I lived through is like the video game crash where but that was more people just making shit to fulfill demand, whereas this is like very high quantity and high quality to where like you essentially don't have to. I got into watching Mad Men not because I wanted to see some fucking drama about 1960s executives but it was like everyone's saying like "What's well, the one of the best shows on television so mm-hmm. now I feel like if you're a sci-fi fan or a fantasy fan or a fan of whatever genre you don't have to get out of that lane to get a really good version of that on a show so will less people do that? Yeah it's
1: interesting I think it's it's kind of the market will dictate sort of situation, right? Because as yeah. more and more of these great shows come out and people have less time to watch them all, they're necessarily going to get less attention and therefore less money. And you'll stop seeing as, you know, you'll stop seeing the increase in production values and expenditures on these shows just out of necessity. Because if the market is so fragmented by so many great shows, you're not going to get as many viewers on your single singular show.
0: Well, and it's one of the things that I think is scary just as, kind of an as a podcaster that, that floats on this ocean of content yeah, is yeah. like, man, you back to right you back to you back the right horse. Like just on a lark we decided to go after Westworld. Yeah. Um, not knowing it was going to be the breakout hit of, of twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen rather. Um if you pick wrong, uh you're gonna be producing- you're gonna spending a shit ton-, a ton of time and money producing content that no one's gonna to listen to. Yeah. For sure. Which is which is the same drama going on across all these television programmers, uh, you know, writ small. So mm-hmm. anything else we want to talk about as far as Emmys? I mean, uh, with this really. with this field of Emmys, I'm not like I'm not even really interested in finding out who wins. Like, I guess I will be somewhat surprised if if, if Westworld just doesn't destroy everything mm-hmm. because they got the name recognition. Uh, you know, it seems like also like there's snowball effects on all these award shows, too. But like I, the fact that far that that the leftovers didn't get representatives, like you know,
1: yeah, I, <laughs> I can't get behind an award show that doesn't represent, yeah, uh, what I feel was the best television show on the air.
0: Well, that's the thing, like we don't uh, often do Emmy shows like this, but this was like where we both got in about the same time, this hit our inboxes about the same time, and we both were just fucking gobsmacked at. <laughs> I, I I I never expect the leftovers to win. But I really did think with 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 the structure and the format and the recency bias and how much critical buzz there was that it would get some nominations. And to see it miss for House of Cards just well, it's like the seventeenth time I've said it. Just just gross. Yep. Gross. All right. Well, uh I hope you enjoyed this Emmy episode. Uh I do have a Twin Peaks Bald Move TV with uh our friend Shane Bowman coming out. Things going to be too, might might be too late for this week because uh, we're going to record it late uh, Friday night, uh, but that's something to look forward to next week. And then I do, you know, Sessa and I do realize that we still owe you an American Gods and House of Cards uh, wrap-up podcast. Uh, we also have some ideas of what we're going to be covering next, so uh, stay tuned. Bald Move TV for all of your television needs until we're back for the next one. I'm Aaron. I'm Jim. See ya.